while ago, Charlie was talking about the mitzvah, Tzipis of Yeshua, and this whole keenness, this whole night, was an outcry to Kaddish Baruch Hu, that we're mitzapim and mekavim. So I want to share with you, just for a few minutes, my own, my own outcry, my own tefillah. There came a time in his life where every single talk that he gave, every single postic that he opened up to in Chumash, he was saying all kinds of Ramazim, hints, gematrias, Rashatevis about Mashiach. Everything was Mashiach, everything was Gula. And his Heiliger brother, Rabbi Yitzhak from Square, asked him what is going on, what's happening. And the Triska Maggid said, what can I do? Every single time I open the Chumash and I look inside, every single time I look inside, every single Pesach that I open up to, it becomes so clear to me, it's so obvious to me, the Mashiach must come now. I see it in every single Pesach. And I... Say, Takarish Borhu Abba Tat in Himmel Father. It says clearly in your Torah. In every single Pasik, it says the Mashiach has to come, that it's time for Gaula. So his brother, Rabbi Yitzhak Sfer, heard this. And his brother said, Avramallah, these days you don't have to look in every Pasik in Chumash, you don't have to bring a Rai from Chumash. Just look at every single Jewish heart. Just look at every broken heart. And you see from every heart that you're looking at, the Mashiach has to come now. And we're living in such a time where every single day, the people who I'm talking to, the Jews that I'm hearing, you don't need to have all kinds of Muslim psukim. The hearts are crying out that we can't go on like this. The Mashiach must come. I would say 50 years ago or so, I was by the Rebbe, I was here for Slichus. And I went shopping a little bit on Kingston Avenue in this farm store. And they bought an old copy of the Pre-Tzaldik from the Korean from Lublin, Rebbe Tzaldik from HaKorin from Lublin. And I was looking ahead to Rosh Hashanah and there was a sentence that I saw that changed my life. Absodic writes, They heard from the Holy Rabbi of Ishbitz. That since the time that the Asik, the business of the Heilige Baal Shem, was revealed in the world, that is the Hisnoitzitzus. That spark, that awakening of Mashiach, the Asa Kabosha. And we find this in, in Shavis Yisrael from the Vladnikir, from Rebbe Kuritz, and many, many Sadiqim, and then Siyim from Chabad, Bein Ahem. This Asa from the Bosha, Rebbe Tzadik calls the Asa Kabosha, means many things. The Asa Kabosha means 
Simcha, it means bittel, it means nagina, it means ahavis Yisrael, it means his boininus, it means his boidudus, it means many, many things. But the pnimius of that Asik of the Balshem HaKadosh, is found in the Lashon of the Rambam, by the Siyam now that's taking place, where the Rambam writes at the end, the only business of the world that's going to be, it's Ladas is Hashem to know God. Ladas is Hashem Bilvad. And then he ends, of course, with the Posik, Kimolar is Des Hashem, Kemaim Liamachas. Ladas is Hashem Bilvad. Ladas is Hashem, like we learned in Tanya today in Membeis. The das of the Rayim hymn of Moshe Rabbeinu that's inside each and every one of us. La das is Hashem means das is his kashvis, is connecting, is a deep connection. La das is Hashem bilvat. And that doesn't only mean knowing Hashem, but it means recognizing and knowing the Hashem, the Lakus, in every single person that we meet, in our own children, in each other, husbands and wives, parents and children. The Alter Rebbe, look at the Torah and Achrimais. How is it possible? What does it mean to do tshuva? Tshuva means to return. What does it mean to return to God? God is everywhere. How do you return to Him? He never left you. He's everywhere. So what does it mean to do tshuva, to return to Him? So Alter Rebbe explains that there are two kinds of relationships. There's panim al panim, and there's achor ba'achor. We know this from the Ksavim. There are two ways of relating to each other in Tokadosh Baruch one is face to face and the other is back to back you could have a husband and wife that are living in the same house for 20, 30, 40 years they raise children together they go to Simchas they make Simchas together but they're not really facing each other there's really that das that knowledge that awareness that hiskashris that presence of the Rayim him, the, of Moshe Rabbeinu of das is missing is not there and the Navi cries out Jews are keeping mitzvahs. Jews are keeping Shabbos. But they're missing this das, this awareness, this connection, this looking for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this ponim al ponim. The tefillah that we're talking about tonight, this outcry, the urgency of every mitzvah, the Rebbe's call, all that we're discussing, all that we're davening for is one thing. As panecha Hashem avakesh, al taster panecha mimen. As panecha Hashem avakesh, Hashem, I'm looking for you in every Jew that I meet. I'm looking for you. I'm looking for you in my kids. I'm looking for you in my husband. I'm looking for you in my wife. I'm looking for you in myself. As panecha Hashem avakesh, al taster panecha mimen. I heard once from my daughter when she was a little girl a story. I don't know if it ever happened. I've shared it many times. That over 100 years ago, I don't think it's true, but some story that over 100 years ago in London there was a, there was a poetry competition. Well, the Americans are busy with the Yankees and the Bulls, and in England they were having poetry competitions. And the three finalists were on the stage, and there were hundreds of people, fine English people in the audience, and there were judges, 
And the last, the last poem that was given to be recited was Psalm 23, which we know. Hashem is my shepherd, and if I have Hashem, then nothing in my life is missing. I have everything. I'm not afraid. And that was the last poem. And each one recited it. And the third fellow was a young guy, and he did a beautiful job. It was very, very good. And it was clear that he was going to win. Judging by the approval of the audience, he was the winner, hands down. And all of a sudden, somewhere in the audience, an old man got up with a long beard, and an Eastern European Jew got up and called out, Judges, judges, could you give me a chance to try? Let me try. And they thought this would be an amusing way to end the evening by making fun of a Jew. And they said, sure, and the old man got up, and he began in broken English to recite, Kapitel of Gimel. At the beginning, people were smirking, they were smiling. By the time that he was finished, many people were crying. And the event was over, they're walking out, and the young guy got the, got the award, and they're heading out, and the young man is walking with the old rabbi, and the young man says, you know, rabbi, the truth is you deserve the award. And the rabbi says, I wasn't competing. And the young man asked him, tell me, rabbi, why is it that when I finished the 23rd Psalm, the entire audience was cheering? But when you finished, there was silence and there were tears. And the old Rav said, my friend, you did a beautiful job, but there's a very big difference between the two of us. The difference is that I know the shepherd. That's the difference. I know the shepherd. Hashem Rory, Hashem is my shepherd. Chever, if you don't feel that, if we're not in that place of knowing the shepherd, if we're not in that place of how are we supposed to bring that out in others? And how are we supposed to avoid the recitation of Yiddishkeit, that our davening, our learning, our mitzvahs are not just reciting, but they're being said as love songs to Kaddish Baruch Hu. It has to do with the way that we talk to each other. To bring Mashiach in such a way to that, come to that point of Umolar's day as Hashem. And I'll end with a story that all of you know, know much better than me. And I'm nervous to say a Maisa from the Frida Garebi in front of you. But this is the way that I heard it. So I'm sure you'll all correct me. But this is the way that I saw it in some Sefer. You know, in 1929, the Frida Garebi Schuss was in Eretz he left a short time, it was right before the pogrom that happened in Hebron. And it was just a day or two before the Friedrich Rebbe was leaving, he was in Yerushalayim. And there were hundreds and hundreds of people that were converging on the place that he was staying, looking for a bracha, looking for chizik. Many of the old Hasidim who came to Israel were there. And there was this one Jew who had formerly been a Chabad Chosid back in the Haim, but he came to Israel, you know, that time of the Chalutzim, and later on, there was a certain pioneering spirit. Oftentimes, the mitzvahs were abandoned. And this fellow, it seems, was not really keeping things anymore. He came from a prominent Lubavitcher family. I don't know his name. And he had heard that the Friedrich Rebbe was, was there. And it happened that that street where the Rebbe was staying was the place to which he would pass in order to get to work every day. But now he was afraid. 
He saw all the Hasidim there and he was afraid somebody might, might, might recognize it even without a beard. And he was walking around in a pair of shorts and sandals. And he was afraid maybe somebody would recognize him and be embarrassing for him and for his family. So he avoided the Rebbe, he avoided going there. But then there was a sign that he saw. So he would go around the corner. Every day he would make a long circuit around the corner. And finally he saw a sign and he understood it was the last day that the Rebbe was there. And how is it possible for an old Lubavitcher chassid, no matter what he's wearing, no matter what he's doing or not doing, to keep himself away from the Rebbe? So what happened? This year, finally, with his shorts and his sandals and his cut-out T-shirt, so the fellow goes in, the fellow goes in, pushes his way. I see them all looking. They don't recognize him. He has his eyes down. He pushes his way. He became already Israeli enough to do that, and he pushed his way right into the Rebbe. And the Rebbe looked at him in the eyes. And the Rebbe recognized him right away. And the Rebbe said, We make circles. We go around. We dray around. Once we dray around twice. A soif in the end. But In the end, everybody comes back. In the end, for sure, for sure, I knew you would come. Dress this way or dress that way. But in the end, I knew you would come. We're draining a hen and a hair. The day is coming. And each one of us is going to be Hashem to look at Mashiach in the eyes. It's happening. That's what we're talking about. That's why we're here. It's happening. And we're going to look at Mashiach in the eyes. And Mashiach is going to smile and say, You wandered around so many years. But I knew in the end you would come back. Our job is not to wait for that day. Our job is... Umolar is Deus Hashem now, to fill the world with Deus Hashem. So each and every one of us will be proud to look at Mashiach in the eyes and to be Zoyach for that day. Yiru, Hashem, Amen.